0: Thanks for hanging in. There it is Mile High Magazine Sunday morning. I am Murphy Houston. Always get great guests on, and we have one right now. Her name is Debbie Heisterman, and she's the president and founder, and as she just said, the dog pooper upper cleaner from uh, Paw's Second Chance Rescue in Fort Morgan. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. How are things up there in Fort Morgan? Just a little on the cold side. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the way it is. That's a nice little town. I was up there this summer. My grandson played in a golf tournament up there, so I was uh, the caddy. And I'd never really been to Fort Morgan before. And it was a very nice time up there. Good people, like yourself.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it is a nice little town. I came here 22 years ago and... It feels like
0: home. If that's You know, that's what Colorado does to you. When I have uh, changed radio jobs, I had no intention of moving from Milwaukee to Denver until I was invited to come out and check things out. I never went back. I just stayed oh. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. It got a hold of you, didn't it? Oh,
0: it did. As soon as you get out here, it gets a hold of you. So much for that. Let's talk about PAW Second Chance Rescue. Never heard of it. A lot of folks haven't, but we want to know about it. So tell us. You are the one that's in charge.
1: Um. Well, Paws Second Chance uh, Rescue was basically developed about three years ago out of just um, a pure need. We out here in the plains have difficulty with animals that kind of slip through the cracks, um, dogs especially. So what we were trying to do is our local Humane Society, you know, they're there for the strays and the ones that um, the code enforcer picks up. Sure. But there's a lot of people that get themselves, especially the last couple of years because of COVID, they've lost their jobs or they've lost their homes and they're unable to, to take care of their furry friends. So we definitely saw the need and we stepped up and there's three crazy women on the board. And this is all 100% done out of our hearts.
0: Well, it's a it's a non-profit. Let's just make it perfectly clear up front. You guys in an, aren't in it for the money. You're in it for the help, correct?
1: Yeah, and it typically costs me a lot more money than I will probably ever make. But when I match a dog with a new family and these people still send pictures and they still send... Thank you for bringing this dog into my life. That's what it's for.
0: So, Debbie, do people in the need to get rid of a pet, which just has to be devastating, to have to do that at some point? Do they come yes. to you, or do unfortunately you hear about families that just let their pets go and they're out there wandering around? Do you see both cases?
1: Oh my goodness, that's the that's the heartbreaking. So we thank you very much for getting us out there so that people know. Uh, We're a very small shelter, um, but if I cannot take the animals, I partner with Laramie up in Boulder. I am partners with the Dumb Friends League. If I personally cannot take the dog, we can get it transferred somewhere where it's going to be warm and taken care of. But uh, the dogs that we find, and yeah, you're right, there's a lot of people that just turn their dogs loose. They can't do that. Dogs, they... You know, they count on their humans to take care of them. Right. And we want to be a different rescue. We don't want to be someone that just gives them a kennel and food and water. But we want to take them to the park and play fetch. We want to just sit with some of the littles that just want to sit in our laps. Um, we do have volunteers that come in and help us because it is a nonprofit we get animals that are in cases in need of veterinary care and i know that you haven't been out here in our area but we are so limited to what our care can be and the vets that will work with us because it like everything else has gone up it's just oodles and tons and gobs for what it costs just to vet an animal but we we neuter we give shots we do everything that we possibly can to forward that dog into an, a great
0: environment. So, if I'm interested, I know about you. I know about Paw Second Chance. I want to see what you have on board. So, I want to come and adopt somebody. How's that adoption process work? It seems like medically, uh, despite the lack of vets, and boy, you're hearing that a lot lately. Um, yeah you you get you get the work done. You get the shots. You get the checkup, and 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 things like what a dumb friends league would do.
1: Right. And we cannot, with them, Friends League, they have their own vetting staff. We don't. We have partnered with Steiner stills, and they try to keep us two appointments, so four appointments a month open, um, so that we always have that standing ability, that we don't have to wait six weeks to get a dog spayed or neutered, because nothing can go through our program, because we are PACFA approved. Good. It must be... Um, spayed or neutered before it can go into the new home. And you want that transaction to try to help and and go as fast as it possibly can so that the dog's not in turmoil.
0: Well, that makes a lot of sense. So if I come there and I want to go through the adoption process, do you have a chance for that person to spend some time with the dog that they're about to adopt so to see if there's some kind of a connection?
1: Oh, Absolutely. People that find us go on our website and we post all of our dogs. We also post them on, there's a wonderful site called Rescue Me, um, which is 100% animals. We put our dogs on there. Um, We just try to rotate as much as possible, get them out there into the public. But we're so tiny up here that we have more people that find us through our apps and through those things. And yes, they travel to us we have been able to develop a small area in which they can bring their own dogs in so that they make sure that the new one is going to fit in with the family. Right. And I will tell you, we, in the last three years, we have adopted, which this doesn't sound like a huge number, but when it's only three crazy women, (laughs) we have placed over a hundred dogs. What?
0: That's amazing. Congratulations.
1: Yes, and knock on wood, and I'm going to find some here, we've not had any dogs that have come back to us.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Everybody knows if for some reason it doesn't work out, please call me. We will travel. We will come and get the animal, and we will bring it back in. If it needed behavioral work, I will work with that. If it needed veterinary care, we'll do that. Um, They're the most important things.
0: Well, you're doing it all, Debbie. You did it all by yourself. I mean, do you have a lot of volunteers, or the the, the crazy ladies
1: on the board? Is that it? <laughs> pretty much. It's the crazy ladies on the board. We were just recently able—I was—to purchase a small little property that had a building on it, and we have now eight kennels. Oh, great! Um, I'm living in an RV at the site because the house was secondary to rehab because we wanted to get the animals taken care of. <laughs> oh.
0: So you're living in an RV?
1: Yep, oh. I sure am.
0: Boy, you you're you're making great sacrifices. The good lord above is going to give you a high place when you get up there. You know that, right?
1: You know what though, it's honestly I I feel very very blessed. People like you get us out there. People are learning about us. It is a scenario that we are doing very, very well. And these dogs, we have people that just drive by and they see. We don't put them in a kennel all day long. I socialize the animals. We've got a big outdoor area that everybody gets to go out and play together. It makes for a better animal. And when I put them in at night, everybody's happy. They go get their dinner. They lay down. I don't have the barking and the crazy stress.
0: Great. But that's, oh, that's, think, that socializing is a very important part of having pets, isn't it?
1: Oh, it most certainly is. Because a lot of the dogs, too, that come to us, people get them with the best intentions, but they get a little bit big. Or that puppy scenario that they go through jumping and chewing and they didn't know that they were wanting to do that. And they throw them in the backyard. Oh yeah. And then they come to us and go, We can't handle this dog. So then I kinda have to start from scratch and get them out there and get them moving and knowing that I can turn them into a, a, a really good family member for someone.
0: Debbie, you're doing good stuff. Now if if I'm not mistaken, don't you have like a thrift store connected to this process?
1: Well, we did. Um and yes, um that is really what helped us with the funding and everything. But I'm one person. So I had to let the thrift store go to a nonprofit so that, because this takes a lot of time out here.
0: Well, it does. It's not an eight hour workday. I can tell by having had dogs and I've do a lot of work with the dumb friends league down here. I know what the process is and it's not a simple job.
1: Right. And so I couldn't run that. And then I have my own personal business and run this and, Things were starting to fall through the cracks, and so I said, wait a minute, something has to go. So with your listeners, if there is anybody out there that wants this kind of rescue to succeed, and I promise anybody that gives us a dollar, I will stretch it to $2. <laughs> yeah,
0: I bet you could. There's no <laughs> yeah. doubt. So while we're kind of on that subject, by the way, it's a Debbie Heisterman who runs and started Paw Second Chance Rescue with dogs. Do you have cats, too, or is it all dogs?
1: No, because I have such a small facility, um, PACSA would not approve us to be able to do dogs and cats Okay. uh, because everybody needs to be separate and safe. So I just opted at this time to take care of the dogs in our county.
0: And so, okay, so how can we help? What are are you in need of to continue to help these wonderful dogs?
1: Well, um, one of the biggest projects that we have going on right now is sometimes we get dogs in, like I was telling you, that are not socialized. They've lost their family. Right. We've got indoor kennels done. We are trying to attach five indoor-outdoor kennels. So that when a dog comes in, we don't have to always go in there and grab them to take them out to go potty or whatever. They can actually decompress and be able to go in and out of their own kennel and have a little bit more space and not feel like they're, you know, you know what it's like. Sure, sure. The barking, the craziness that they go through. So that's our biggest thing. Anybody that's got some construction, we're trying to get some concrete. We got a bid together, but it was $15,000. But I didn't even think that was bad because it's concrete, it's five new kennels, it's um, a cover for them so that they're very comfortable out there.
0: Sure. So you're looking for that kind of help?
1: That's the biggest need that we need right now. I partner with um, one of the food banks down in Denver that supplies us with our dog food. So I drive down there every couple of months and I get a big, big bag. You know, the, in the store when they're ripped or they're torn, sure, people sure. Don't pay for them. They get them and they give them to us. That's and great. They're quality food. That's so great. that
0: Well, how. I do... will How do people get in touch with you? Do you have a website or something like that? Or can they call you? How how do they get in touch with you?
1: The best place is our Facebook page, which is Pause Second Chance Rescue. And it is one word, Pause Second. Right. Uh, Also, too, I have no problem putting out my telephone number. I will answer every one of your calls. If you can help me, great. If I can help you, I will do that, too.
0: Well, what's the phone number if you're willing to put it out there?
1: 970 441
0: So how about money? I bet you could use some cash donations. Some people can't well, do it physically to help, but they can give you some money.
1: They absolutely can. Like I told you, I'll make that dollar stretch to two.
0: And that donation can be made on the Facebook page as well, Debbie?
1: It is, and we are a complete nonprofit. I am in a good standings, not only with my PACSA license, Um, But also, too, with the uh, state of Colorado, we've done all of our back work that we've needed to do to make this successful.
0: Well, what are your goals? What do you need to accomplish in the near future, despite all the craziness with COVID and all that going on?
1: You know, the main thing is to try to be a different kind of a rescue. Um, I think when we can change the path of a dog that has no choice, but to count on humans for its existence. We become better humans um, when we can take them in and change their path and put them, the stories that I get that these dogs have changed their lives. You know, you're a dog owner. Sure, They're so excited to see you when you wake up in the morning. They help you when you're depressed. They've really helped me because I take them out on walks. They get me out there. There are so many things that they bring to our lives that we should have to step up and make sure that they have the best outcome they can.
0: I agree. I agree. And De- that's
1: our goal. That's-, that's our goal. And out here, I will tell you, in the plains, we don't have a lot of help. It's a drive over an hour to take a dog to dumb friends leave.
0: Yeah, it is. You're right.
1: And so people can't do that, so they do turn them out. But that has stopped. There have not been as many dogs found on the roads. People are contacting us. We are helping whichever way we can.
0: Well, Debbie Heisterman, good job. Paw Second Chance Rescue, continue to do the good work. We love what you're doing. If we can help you, reach out to us here at Mile High Magazine, and we're on board for
1: you. Thank you so much for your support.
0: You too, and have have yourself a good time with those dogs. Sounds like fun. And you guys have a good weekend. It's Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you next week.